Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to another Wednesday with me, La La La. Let me explain on It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. Who is it? Is it them? Is it you? It's probably me, to be honest. Definitely me. But I'm not dating anyone at the moment. But anyway, doesn't matter because it's not about me. It's about you. And it's about the people who have sent in their dilemmas to at ask la 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 let me explain which is where you need to send your dilemmas if you want them to be featured on this podcast or in my okay column or potentially on one of my instagram lives i'm just pumping out advice all over the place so if you want it send it there so let's get to the people who have already sent them in the first one today says hey la la Do you have any advice around what to do if you find your fiancé of five years on Bumble? I love him and our life together, but I know this isn't right. A friend of a friend sent me his profile yesterday. I asked him about it and he said he thinks the pictures were stolen off his public Insta profile. He then deleted his Insta. So I spent the whole day investigating. I was trying to get hold of more of the profile And I was almost certain that some of the Bumble pictures weren't even on his Instagram or like anywhere public. I then learned that it was a verified account. So I outlined this to him and he said he did download it a few years ago when we were in a bad place and doing long distance. But then I also said there's a 30 day inactivity limit. So he must have logged in recently. And he said he did a few nights ago when he was drunk. Please help me, Lala. All right, let me just start by saying, for anyone who doesn't use Bumble and is not aware what verified means, although it's pretty obvious, but anyway, what a verified profile means is that he's posted his pictures and then he's done like a, you know, picture of his own face while using the app to verify that the pictures match the face. So it's pretty clear and I think it's safe to say that your partner is definitely using Bumble. Being drunk doesn't make you log on to dating apps when you're in a relationship. And I actually think that what is worse than him being on Bumble is him not being willing to be honest with you since being caught out. You know, being on Bumble doesn't definitely mean that he's physically cheated or intends to. Although to me, being on Bumble is cheating, full stop. You know, like everybody has different boundaries. Some people include flirtation in cheating. Some people don't. Some people would definitely include being on a dating app as cheating. Some people wouldn't until it gets to the actual physical act. I don't know. So, but to me, being on Bumble is cheating. Because what are your intentions? Why are you on there? People don't just join dating apps when they're in a relationship they're entirely happy in. So there is something behind this and it is not alcohol. 
And he had the opportunity to tell you what that thing is behind the reason to join. And he didn't. He minimised and denied. And genuinely, I do think that that is equal of an issue as actually being on the app in the first place. So my advice at this point would be, don't marry him yet. He's obviously your fiance. You've said that you have a really happy, lovely relationship and you want to be in it. But I think that there are some things that need to be ironed out before you make a lifelong commitment to this man. And maybe the impending marriage was actually part of it, you know? Maybe he became fearful. I don't know how long you've been engaged or how soon it is or whether the wedding is even booked and planned and all of that. But that can be quite a panicky situation for some people. Maybe he wanted to see what was out there. Maybe he shit himself at the thought of marriage. Maybe he wanted an opportunity to experience another woman or another vagina before he walked down the aisle. The thing is that he is the only one who knows. And the only way through this, I think, is outright honesty from him, you know? I am concerned about the fact that he deleted his Insta. And I think the fact that he deleted the Instagram is potentially a bad sign. Because it makes me wonder if he was also connecting with women on there too. I don't think that you should spend any more time, though, speculating and wondering if there is some other explanation. You know, I, I think that it's it's really natural for us to want to be like, maybe his friend joined, um, you know, the dating app or maybe it wasn't him. Maybe he had a psychotic episode and, and that's what, you know, it's, it's really our brains want to find excuses that feel better than than the actual reason to us, you know? The part that you need to figure out is where you can go from here. For some people, that'd be it. He can get fucked and go. For others, this would be a big crossed boundary, but it would be something they'd be willing to work through. I think that you would probably benefit from couples counselling to do that effectively. I think it would be really difficult for you two as a couple just talking it through alone to actually get to the place that you would need to be to be able to move forward from it and process it and accept it and deal with it and, and all of that stuff, particularly because he's not being honest at the moment. And that's what, you know, you need to leave no stone unturned. That's the thing about finding out that somebody has cheated. You know, there there is a possibility to get through it. Cheating doesn't have to be the end of a marriage or a partnership, but one thing that absolutely has to be present if you are planning to go through it is no stone left unturned, no question left unanswered. That is part of rebuilding the trust, is knowing that the truth is out there and that you have all the answers to your questions and you haven't got those things going through your mind. Like, what if and how how did this, you know? So I think his honesty is is incredibly crucial to, to where this is going to go if you feel that you can get past the massive breached boundary of him being on Bumble in the first place. Nothing will change or progress if he doesn't shape up and start being honest. And actually, quite often, what people do in this situation is they turn it around on the other partner. They start saying, well, I'm not feeling loved or I'm not feeling appreciated or we're not having sex enough or you don't make me feel sexy or desired or whatever. You know, and actually sometimes there is kind of truth behind that. And that's a really difficult thing to confront, actually, because sometimes it's a bit of, you know, sort of gaslighting and denial and turning it around on you. Like I did this because you're neglecting me. And actually that's not the truth at all. But sometimes you know, cheating or deciding to join Bumble or whatever is a result of some kind of flaw or or issue within the relationship. 
is part of an unmet need that you're getting from your partner, you know, uh, and then you go and explore that somewhere else. So, so that is the important thing here is what is the why behind this and can you get through that? And as I say, he needs to shape up, he needs to be honest. And if he doesn't, then I don't think I would feel very safe marrying this man. You know what? Some of you are probably going to think I've been a bit soft and maybe I have because you know what? Thinking about it, I, I'd put him in the fucking bin at that moment, the second I saw that, because I can't tolerate the feeling that it would give me for the rest of our relationship. I wouldn't trust him, wouldn't feel safe. But I also think it's really important to be a bit balanced about these things, because sometimes it's not always an indicator that he's a massive dick, you know? So make of it what you will. All right, the next question for today says... Hi, Lala. I recently found out that my ex-husband has been telling people that I have borderline personality disorder. This includes a group of people who I was friendly with, but who now all ignore me in the street. He tried to convince me that I had BPD during our relationship and even used it to explain why he had left me and our new baby. Whilst hiding his year-long affair, I was struggling at the time, but was later diagnosed with PTSD from domestic abuse perpetrated by him. It's six years later and this news has left me scared to leave the house. When I see these people, I start to shake and it makes me feel guilty and shameful, even though I know I did nothing wrong. I also feel like I can't defend myself. Reaching out to say, by the way, I'm not crazy, feels crazy. How do I cope with this? Should I be defending myself to people who would rather pretend I don't exist? I would love your help. Thanks, Lala. Your ex-husband is a dick, and this is an extension of the abuse that he put you through when you were together. It sounds like he's still trying to control the narrative to ensure that you look bonkers and that he looks like the poor ex-hubby, so that anything that you say about him is viewed with suspicion by the people in your network. And I completely understand why this has made you feel this way. Because I'd want to scream and explain to these people that he's lying and to tell them the truth. But who even are they? Even if you did have BPD, borderline personality disorder, why would they need to ignore you? Why would your mental health diagnosis warrant ill treatment or being shunned? I know quite a few women with BPD and actually they're all amazing. There would be no reason to ignore them or to distance myself from them at all. And I don't think that you should defend yourself to them because they don't deserve your energy. I wouldn't give a second of my time to people who rejected anyone on the basis of any kind of diagnosis, especially if that diagnosis was only known to them because an ex-husband told me. If you had BPD, there would literally be nothing to be ashamed of. Literally nothing. BPD does not mean you're crazy. And actually, there is a growing body of evidence which points to the fact that BPD and bipolar are very, very often misdiagnosed in women who've survived abuse. Psychiatry often says this woman's behaviours means that she has a diagnosable mental illness rather than going... This woman has been abused. It stands to reason that she's behaving in this way. You know what I mean? Dr. Jess Taylor, and before any of you DM me to tell me, yes, I know that she is problematic in many ways, but her book, Sexy But Psycho, and a whole big body of work that she is doing around this matter is brilliant on this subject. Women are often labelled as mentally ill instead of traumatised. 
It happens far too often. I'm glad that you were diagnosed with PTSD and it would be useful for you to speak to your therapist or your psychiatrist or whoever is supporting you with that about the way that this has made you feel. Because it probably feels really re-traumatising in some ways, you know, because he's trying to take control again. He's trying to have the power of the narrative and how you're perceived, you know. But quite honestly, fuck him and his pathetic games and the idiots he's playing them with. I really hope that you can find some way to be able to go outside with your head held high and feel pity for these people who have listened to your ex. You and I have exchanged enough messages over the years on my Instagram for me to know that you are a wonderful woman who's done incredibly well to come through everything he put you through. You are funny, you are lovely, and you are so supportive of me and other women on my page. And I need you to give yourself that same energy and do your best to hold your head high, lift your chest up and realise that these are a bunch of fucking idiots, morons, a gaggle, a little circus of clowns. Your ex-husband is the circus master and you know better than any of them about what this situation is really about and about who you are. And honestly, I know I've been kind of sweary and a bit like, oh, fuck them. That's honestly head held high none of their opinions or false diagnosis of you matter as much as what you know yourself. You know what I mean? Did I say that right? I feel I stumbled over my words, but you know what I'm saying, right? You're amazing. Spectacular buffeting. Keep up that spectacular buffeting energy. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. And our third and final question of the day is... Hi, Lala. How do you pick yourself up after having spoken to someone for a bit, then slept with them, then they never speak to you again? I really struggle not to feel incredibly worthless, and I haven't done this in years for that reason. I also compare myself to people he's had a long and sustained relationship with and wonder why I'm chosen for one thing and not seen as worthy of the other. Does it mean I'm not good enough? Thanks, Lala. This is such a horrible feeling. I have felt it and I have counselled many friends through that feeling too. First of all, of course you are good enough. Remember that your worth could never, ever be defined by whether a man wants to fuck you more than once. What kind of power are we giving to these people to allow them to dictate and define our worth based on whether they want to stick their penis in us multiple times? What? 
The women he had long relationships with before aren't better than you because a man wanted them. We should not be giving men this much power. I know men who've fallen into relationships for a place to live or because one woman seems easier to control than others. Being chosen for a relationship isn't always a compliment. There are many, many reasons why he may have done this post-sex. You know, maybe he's already in a relationship. Maybe he went off you because you fucked too soon. And actually, we don't want these men. This is a, you know, this is an actual reality that sometimes a man is really into us and then we have sex on the first night or we have sex casually or whatever. And then suddenly they're like, oh, I did really like her, but I really don't like women who are, are, are that easy. Not even considering that they themselves are also just as easy, I say in inverted commas. We don't want those kind of men. So if you've been rejected on that basis, then you have done yourself a favour. You have escaped a misogynist. Fantastic. Well done. But maybe he's got major sex addiction issues, you know? Maybe he can only have sex once and then he needs to move on, you know, and he's having sex with five people a week, you know? Maybe he got the ick. That is a possibility too. And that's actually the hardest one to take on board because actually maybe maybe they did maybe they're just like mm, didn't enjoy that sex didn't like her but it doesn't mean you're not good enough it just means you weren't a match for them you know who knows and in a way who cares like really obviously you and me and all of us when we've been in that situation we do care but I wish that we didn't and I wish we could just think what he thinks is nothing to do with me and everything to do with him and it is what it is. I wish we could learn not to take it personally because usually it's not, you know? When I think about times where I have rejected men, not necessarily straight after sex or whatever, but just gone off them, it's very rarely because there's something so inherently wrong with them that they're not good enough to date and that nobody would ever want them. It's usually a really personal thing. Like I've got really into someone else or I've got some something going on that's just diverted me away or whatever, you know? Men do not define us. They do not define our worth by how often they want to stick their dicks in us. And I think it is really clear that you're like me. I can't do casual or one night stands very well at all for this reason. It bruises my self-esteem if they don't fall in love with me. You know, I expect them to fall in love with my magical vagina. And when they don't, I'm like, Aah! really fucks me up for days, weeks, you know. So learn from that and stick to waiting to have sex within more defined boundaries or with people that you don't care about, whether they'll contact you the next day. Work on your confidence so that you are at the point where you are so clear about your worth that a man not calling you back can't ever shake that. It's easier said than done, of course, but working on your relationship with you and your self-esteem will be the key to getting through this. And just talk to your mates, text a mate and say, tell me how great I am. Tell me how much you love me. Or do you know what I've recently discovered? Someone told me, if you've got Alexa or Siri, you can actually get them to do it for you. You can actually say, Alexa, please tell me how incredibly sexy I am. And she will do it. So Alexa is better at defining your worth than any man. So you've got this. It will be okay. Just try not to put yourself through this kind of thing again, because, you know, it does not feel good. Oh, so what have we had today? 
Ugh, your fiancé on Bumble, your stupid ex telling people that you've got borderline personality disorder and idiot men not calling after sex. Lovely range. Hope you've enjoyed it. I love you all and I will see you on Friday for, what is it? Fuckboy replies, X and a Friday night reminder. So I will see you then, hopefully, or you will hear me then. Anyway, I love you. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.